Hey y'all. Oh Lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good people. This is the glass mic where there is no script, just transparent talk. I am Chantal, says it all. And I have a very great guest with me. Very honorable, very lovely, very confident, Mr. Duran Bernard. Say hello to the people. How's it going, everybody? How are you doing? Yes, we are doing today's show in light of everything that is going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. Even though we are not tone deaf and we have used our platforms to advocate everything that's going on, we hope that we can give you all just a little piece of relief in this trying time. And speaking of relief, I have my shot. It is shot o'clock. I'm about to take my shot. We don't say names of the liquor until somebody says they want to sponsor. So, until then, this is the anonymous drink. This is the anonymous drink. Okay, come on. I'm going to just have me a little bit of dark liquor. Okay. Now, I like clear. I'm a tequila vodka type of girl. Brian has me too mellow. Vodka has me either want to fuck or fight. So, (laughs) I like the clear. So, we just spoke a little earlier and I was telling you that I am from Mississippi, born and raised. I just moved here to Dallas, Texas uh, last year. I was going back and forth between March and June and we became official in July. By official, I mean I had an address to mail to go to and not my friend's address. Because, baby, I was bouncing. But bouncing around. Bouncing around. Hey! Don't have me twerking out here. But, yeah, I was bouncing around. So, tell me a little bit about you and where are you from? So, I am originally from Cleveland, Ohio. 216-441-06. Okay? Not, Not the height. Not... You know, just Cleveland, Cleveland. Um, but I reside in Los Angeles, California at the moment. Okay. You are in the sun, in the soothing waters. Uh, well, with Dallas, I can tell I'm, you right. Huh? I said, I'm my ass in the house. Folks is outside cutting up. Yes. In Dallas, they are protesting. It's a daily protest. Uh Things have been kind of crazy and it's calming down, but even though it's calming down, nobody is keeping their eye off the prize. So tell me what it is like in Cali. Um, it was a lot going on downtown where, where like the major damage was going on. And then uh, they started making their way up because I'm like, I'm, I'm central, um, not too far, like not too far from my eyes. But no, I am in Hollywood. Um, so it's, um, it's kind of not too bad. Like, nobody's, like, tearing anything up, but, um, there was a nice little-sized crowd on, um, 
Vine and Sunset earlier today. And um, I'll just, you know, I get nervous around an abundant amount of angry people. Like, folks get mad. And with very good reason to be mad, pissed off, grieving, searing, just, but I... Yeah, I I gotta I gotta just you know encourage folks where I can check up on people, you know, and um, you know do my part where I, you know inside, you know. Yes, and I saw that you love Little Richard, and I feel yeah. I know for a fact he would be super proud of you because y'all have some of the same characteristics as far as using your music to bring people together, and not even just music, but your art, your creativity, your passion, your drive, people gravitate towards that so whatever you feel is best for you during this time whether it's advocating on social media or if you go in person to a certain group whether it's a large or small that is fine just as long as you use your platform and i tip my wig off because i ain't got no head <laughs> i tip my wig off to you <laughs> but before so so before we get too deep into that i know that right now was the perfect time for june first 2020 to come because that is when your sabbatical was completed won't he do it yeah, tell me tell me 50, a little 60 days that um i i surprised myself with that i'm and i'm very proud of myself for just you know being diligent in my discipline and just giving my body a break you know especially with you know dealing with corona and it really kind of messing with your lungs a little bit and you, for some, some more than most, but for me it was a little bit because I don't have any um, pre-existing health complications or any asthma like that. But, yeah, still, it, it, I can only imagine what someone who does have health issues would be going through if, if, they, if they met face-to-face with that thing because, ooh, she's a rude bitch. Yeah, so, and, you know, you're young. I've often seen to be young, getting in black. I don't even sing. You got me over here thinking of all the songs. And I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up because do you know I have some conspiracy theorist friends that don't believe that it was real because nobody close to home it affected them. I'm like, are you kidding me? We that's think we're immune until where, we're not. We think we're yeah, invincible. That's yeah, that's where the conversation would start. Do you know anybody that has it? No, I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, you know, and it, it just kind of brings the. You know, the, the fear, like, okay, well, maybe they just, you know, maybe it's just propaganda. Maybe, the, you know, folks are just tripping. And then next thing you know, you got a cough. Yeah. <laughs> next thing you know, your taste and smell that went kaput. You know, so it, it's something to just take into consideration. There's, like, going back to whatever you thought normal was, we're not going to be able to go back to that. So it's going to be a new and evolved um normal for us you know i agree um yeah yeah so and i'm so glad that you survived and were able to come out of that and i'm sure that you are educating and helping others with it as well people who have known someone or had a loved one because and like i said it's it's no script so everything the conversation goes the way it goes but that's just the same as with this this quote-unquote race war that they're saying is going on it's not about race it's about equality but what we're trying to get people's point is just because it's not happening around you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist 
it's some yeah. people out there that have never seen police brutality or have any friends or family members that had a, have experienced it, and they go on the glory, knowing that they never been through that. Does that mean it didn't exist? I would love to visit yeah. all seven countries. Well, can't visit art. I would love to visit many countries, but I'm sure I will not visit every country in the world. Does that mean that country never existed? So I'm right. so glad that you decided to speak on it because a lot of people I feel had it. They didn't use their platform. They didn't want to, you know, they did the right thing because you made a song by washing hands. And I, when I tell you, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to the whole thing. It's, it's how, you, how you encourage people to do certain things and make it a habit, you know. And I I think when we can make, as I, as I call them, adult nursery rhymes, you know, I'm just like, wash your hands. This isn't just exclusive to children and little people. No, wash your hands. And, and, and even before all this, broke out um one of my homegirls in my village uh every time she would come to my house she would always immediately wash her hands first and this was way this was two years ago you know just just making that a habit when i come in the house let me just go wash my hands you know and so i tried to you know apply that as well just to be mindful and now it's even more prevalent so i got hand sanitizer in my bag i got rubber alcohol that i be spraying on everything you know and you just just to you know, make make decisions that will benefit you in the long run. Yes. Yeah. So the benefit that you made in the long run, I know you said that you wanted to give your lungs a break and different things. Do you credit the coronavirus being the only reason of your sabbatical, or were there other reasons that came into play? So I feel like Corona definitely played a big part. At least it it assisted me. In that, in that choice, because I've been wanting to do that for a while, but it just seemed like, damn, nigga, like, you're smoking again. Like, you're already high. Why are you smoking? And so it's, it's really kind of having that conversation, like, okay, is the weed smoking you, or are you smoking it? Mm. So I was just like, well, bitch, I'm like, you ain't stopped. So now something had to happen to where you cannot smoke for you to have to take that break. And I could have been back smoking, but I just... I decided, you know what, let me really give my lungs the break and the detox that they need and deserve. And just, you know, prove to myself, I can stop when I want to. Like, I, I do have control over this, or the saints say, I have dominion over hmm. this. So you know, let me tell Nobody's holding this up to my, no, no gun up to my head saying smoke, you know, and so I just... Yeah, just stop making excuses and just do it. Like, that was that was my thing to myself. Like, just stop making these excuses and just do it. And it was to the point where I could be around people while they're smoking, and I'm fine. I'm not, there's no, like, <laughs> all that shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not being dramatic about it. Just, no, we're not going to smoke. We, we, have a, we have a goal to meet, and we're going to accomplish that. And, I, I mean, now, towards the end, though, there were a few times when, like, if someone would be around me and they'd be smoking then I tell them like they blow it towards me. Like they wouldn't shotgun me, but they'd be like sitting across the room and they you know just like that I you know right. like, like that. Other than that, um, no, nah, I was I was cool. So baby, that first day back I smoked like four blunts that day. Mm, mm, mm. I know the high was probably even stronger since you had went so long without it. You probably got high faster and more intense. 
Oh, yeah. No, it seems like I'm high longer now when I smoke. I'm just like, sheesh. Like, I'm not done yet. Like, usually this, this is gone after a certain time. But, you know, and even with doing edibles, you know, it's like you got to wait, you know, 45 minutes or something like that for it to kick in. Yeah, because mine ain't kicked in quite yet. You know, it, it'll determine what the high is going to be like, you know, so I just... But I'm going to start incorporating more um, edibles into the into the regimen so that I can still kind of chill off of um off of the off of, off of smoking, you know. Yes. So I'm still gonna do it. Just try not to do it as much because that is what um I'll tell you a little story about my little weed journey. I used to be that friend that would be irritated because my friends need an extra. 30 minutes to roll up and pass the blunt before we go out. I'm, I signed the reject all tobacco pledge. Like, look, I'm not smoking y'all. Some pie heads. Y'all need to do something with y'all said. That $20 y'all spent for this, I could have put that in my gas tank. I could have put this toward this. So, as I moved out here, I became more open. I was doing a little bit back at home, but this, even to this day, the only time I smoke a blunt is if somebody else has provided everything and they rolled it up and they're like, here's Chantal. Now, the edibles... <laughs> now the edibles, I need to find a stock or something if they haven't, you know, if they haven't gotten to that part. But I really need to invest in it because I eat the edibles like once a week at least, and not even one at a time. I pop two of them things like pills because I want the. <laughs> I'm like, look, this needs to kick in. I was serious, and now I got the hookah. Look, I'm like, I just hope it ain't no commercial in the next couple years, but. I'm the type of person where I live my life. I don't want to live and regret not doing anything. You know, like a whiteboard. Oh, I don't want to put a mark on it because it's going to stain it. So you want to live a whole life with a clean whiteboard? That's boring. That's not me. Mm -mm. You've been working. You need to show that you've been putting in work. You've had visions. You've had aspirations. You've had ideas in mind that you have to write down so that you wouldn't forget. Child, nobody care about no clean eraser board. Okay. So another thing I want to tell you. I butter people up on my show. Like, you going to damn near slip on the floor when we get it done talking because that's how buttered up I'm going to have you. You are a light. Do you hear me? You are a beacon. And, you know, I know you didn't wake up one day and have this amount of followers, which, honestly, you have more followers than what the Instagram number says. It's just Instagram. Your followers is anybody listening to you where they're coming to listen to you laugh or sing or speak or to be petty on some stupid shit. Whoever it is, all those likes and views, that goes into your pot. And the sun, it gives out so much energy. And you are the sun, like you give out energy to the plants, to the trees. The water is a plant, but you give so much sun out. And I just want to talk to you, like, how do you recharge yourself and not make yourself overwhelmed for building everybody else up? Mm, that's a really good question, because some, someone asked, asked me that. I was talking about that in therapy. And um, I just, you know, I think I give a healthy amount of myself to people um, as... as um, Ayanla said, within the cup is for me. The overflow is for y'all. Okay. And so, regardless of how much my, my cup is, sometimes I need to expand my cup so the overflow doesn't happen so much so that I can still get full. You know, every once in a while, you got to expand the cup a little bit. Um, but, um, 
let's see. I'll, I'll have my days where I, you know, am not really on social media. You know, I'll take at least one day out the week and just kind of like, I'm not going to be on social media. Um, I try to give whoever is in the room my undivided attention so I'm not in my phone. Uh, and really just kind of delve into some really meaningful and enlightening conversation. Mm. And I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to put things on do not disturb or just stuff. Okay, I'm going to call you back, you know. Because, you know, okay, just, just so I can be like, no, nah, I need to get this work done, you know. So um, I could be doing a little bit better, but for the most part, we're, we're you know, I, I kind of got it under control. Yeah, you sound like me. You, are you an ambivert where you consider yourself introverted and extroverted? Okay, if that was it's it, a word for that. It is a word. We are not okay. crazy. We are fucking ambiverts. Gotcha. Because I'm definitely, I'll go out, but I need my fiction. Y'all can come over here, ass nigga. Like that's me. Like I like the mm-hmm. home, you know, and things like that. So that's that's my thing. But no, I enjoy my time in the house. But I also love traveling. So it's just, um, I guess, whatever the 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 moment. Call for it. Wherever I go, as long as I have my recharge station, I'm good. Some people may call a recharge, recharge station a section or the couch. I have house parties. I've gotten better. But I've had house parties where I would go to my room and be like, y'all can hang out. I just need to. <laughs> I'm so serious. And yeah. I'm, I'm a regular person. I mean, like you said, you're regular too. We're all regular, but we have these gifts that allow us to elevate and we, we're not on the same levels and it's fine but you've been doing this since day one I can tell it's genuine because we can tell and by we I mean the people without the blue cheeks <laughs> we can tell yeah. when people are being genuine or when they're trying to do something to protect their brand or when they're doing the most and some people that have blue cheeks I feel they don't need to meet regular people like me because Let's just say, for example, with your personality right now, like the same way you're talking to me is the same way you talk to your followers. Well, I'm a follower, but your followers, your viewers, and all that. Nothing which has by, changed. Which, by the way, which by the way, my my apologies, but by the way, I call y'all cousin, the cousin. Okay, you know, I got one more cousin to add to the list. And, and also that there's a fine line between followers, fans, and supporters. So the followers were, would be the ones that would, you know, maybe stream the song but not necessarily go and try to figure out what the album was. They just got that one song. Or they might follow you just because you might have said something funny but they don't really like Delphi and D. Then you have the fans that are like, okay, I'm here for the music. Like, yes, I'm going to stream this. Oh, you're going to tell everybody else to stream it. Then you got the supporters that will purchase the music. They will mm-hmm. purchase the merch. They will... <laughs> It, they might buy a ticket to the show even though they might not be able to make it. <laughs> make it enough. Support. <laughs> so, when we start talking about people that we're fans of, that we're followers of, and then who we support, I'd rather have the supporters. And it's a real sweet spot when you can be a supporter and a fan of someone and they're your friend at the same time. That's, mm. another, that's another real sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you've been doing it, and we can tell if you're being genuine or not. And you have been, for the most part, genuine. And, like I said, some people with blue chicks, you don't need to meet them in person because some people can make themselves to come off as approachable and sweet. Like how I'm talking to you now, you probably feel that I'm approachable and sweet. But then, let's just say somebody comes and meet me in person. I'm at a restaurant eating. 
And I should know, okay, I have a platform. It's going to be people out there that know me and I don't know them. But they feel like they know me because of how welcoming I am. And they say, well, hey, Chantal, uh, can I take a picture? Well, maybe I not even say take a picture. They may just say, hey, Chantal, and be, are staring at you to make sure it's you and not a doppelganger. And I'm looking like, what this bitch looking at? Like, and she hear that, she going to be scarred because she done had so much love for me. But you don't, you're not that person. So I wanted uh -huh. to know. The day you woke up and you saw the blue check next to your name, what went across your mind and did that make anything different for you? Um, well, as far as how I um, uh, act in my character, like it doesn't, that didn't change anything. If anything, there were a lot of people that are on IG that, that have been following me. They're like, nigga, about time, you know, because I've been, <laughs> I've been doing for, you know, 15 years, you know, for the most part. So um, it was like, finally he got his check. But I, I have noticed uh, the change in, in the communication and the networking and things like that once you do have a blue check. Um, so, I mean, that, but that also puts me under uh, certain eyes and ears that do need to know about me and see me and know that I'm cool as hell and you need to have me in your life. <laughs> so, right. Uh, so yeah, it, it it has its perks. At least I like to think I use it, you know, for for a positive thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in my mind, because I'm still an up and coming podcast, I my personal page, like my followers that's been following me since Snapchat and Instagram was popular. I, I do rants and I talk about stuff. You know, this country accent. You gonna keep your attention. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna keep your attention so i had people um and i call my people the people so when i actually somebody say the people want to know it's because they ate the people so um i was doing my rinse and stuff and i got to a point where i had stopped doing it for a second because i was trying to do something that was bigger than me and people was like where the videos at and when i came back i just didn't do videos i went from doing videos to having mean things so each day a mean I had like twelve memes on my stories. Um, that could be about drinking, about weed, about sex, about money, about life. And people could relate to those. So they was like, You should do a YouTube, you should do a, uh this and that and I'm like, Some days like I, I got decent for you. I went and got up and brushed my teeth and washed my hands and brushed my hair for uh, you. <laughs> but every day, uh, you know, I have it's not like that. I may have my bunnet on or eyebrow may not be drawn on all the way, something. Uh, so I was like, yeah. no, nah, I don't want to do YouTube. But when I came out here, I had a good friend that put me on to podcasts. And my first one was The Read. And so I was like, podcasts aren't, aren't born. I, I was small-minded. I was real small-minded. And I was like, podcasts aren't born. Um, and so I was like, I could do this. I could rant and people can listen. And I have a short attention span. So you could be talking and I can clean up and I can cook and I can drive. I can do whatever I want to listen to you. If I got to go back and do something important, put you on pause and pick it up. So I just had to ask because once I, you know, once the podcast and I get blue chicks, I just want to know what that experience is like. And did it make you feel that you had to come harder as far as your content and what you produce? Uh, in a way... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on who, who you're looking at. If you're not focused on yourself, 
then there's going to be room for you to be looking at somebody else like, oh, they're doing this and they got a blue check and I'm not... I'm not doing this. It's like if you if you earned your verification, then you earned your verification. So you can still do you. You can, you know, find other ways to embellish that or, or to better it if that's what you want to do. You know, so that's that's all I really have to say about that. Just if that's if that's in you to to to, to magnify what it is you're doing and you wanna you know, you wanna start, you know, combing your hair and putting on your outfit for, for certain things, you know, or if you want to just come out with your bonnet on and, and your moon was like, listen, child, let me tell y'all about this shit. Hmm. That's more the stuff that we, that's more the stuff that we, the people, relate to because it's real. We all got our bonnet on. We all got our pajamas on and we just sitting up here just ranting about this bullshit, hmm. you know? So it's just all about what, what you feel is right for your brand. And since you brought up the the clothing and accessories i have to ask i notice with most of your videos you always have a significant earring in and that that's a it's one of the things one of my favorite shows and favorite movies it's always something that's hidden but it's right there in your face and you remember uh, Living Single, Cleo, well, Queen Latifah, the actual person, she wore the necklace in honor of her brother in the motorcycle accident, the vodka kicking in. I lose my talking. But, yeah, she wears a necklace all the time, and I never noticed that until she said it in an interview, and I went back and watched Living Single, and I was like, okay, that's why she always wears it. So I wanted to know, is there anything special behind your earrings and why you wear them? Um. So a lot of times... My earrings can just be a couple things. It can be just what I'm feeling that day. Like, you know what? I think I'm going I'm to do some books today because I feel like reading a bitch, you know, giving a bitch some literature, you know. But re- reading them with a resume, you know, you got to have gone through some things and be able to tell a story about what you're trying to tell somebody about, you know. So have a resume which you read. Um, or if, like, <laughs> folks, it's a game today and we got some dice on there. We shaking it and rolling, okay? Like, it's... <laughs> You know, so it just really it, it just really depends, or whatever the content of what I'm talking about, is, 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 as far as that video, um, I'll use that as a you know like if I'm if I wear a um, like a, a game cartridge or a tennis a tennis ball, I'll be like y'all, I'm not a game today, you know. So it's just you know something something to that degree. So yeah, it's just all to to add to the comedic effect. Yeah. But it's also everyday thing for me. It's not just when I wear video. Oh, just when I um, do videos, I wear it. Yeah, because you you give me the creator type of version where the shit comes natural. It's people paying coaches and all types of people to formulate and calculate and renovate and all types of eights and shit to do what you do mm-hmm. that comes to your mind. And people Someone are like, "Do you practice it?" You you're coming off the dome. Yeah. I wish I could freestyle a little bit better, but other than that, like as far as the, the just the banter, I, it's it's an inner banter with me and three other personalities. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where 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 all that comes from. Okay, and I, another thing I wanted to know: where did Make It Enough originate? So, um, if anybody's ever uh, seen Friday. You'll remember the scene in the beginning where Smokey went <laughs> went home and his mom <laughs> handed him a dollar to go get some cigarettes. And he said, this ain't enough. And she said, make it enough. Hmm. I'm going to make this vodka enough. 
that I, I brought that back. I forgot when I when I started like actually saying it, saying it. But then I just you know, it became a, a tag for, for for me, and people would associate it with me, even though we knew where the ori- you know the original came from. But nobody else is really saying it, and it sounds like honestly some stuff that I would really want to say to my kids. You know, seven minutes in the in the shower ain't enough. You better make it enough. Make it enough because it's big shit. <laughs> I love it. And it's simple and it's clean. It's to the point and it can apply to whatever the fuck you want to be. So whatever. Yeah. So Chantal, you only pay $3 at this $4 bill. Make it enough. <laughs> Make, Make it enough. I like this. Make it. So I see that you're going yeah. over more to the art side um, as far as the music and um, the act and different things. When what made have you always wanted to venture off into that and you found the opportune time or was it something that came in the midst of you creating content? You talking about acting or um, music? Uh, as far as well, not so necessarily like with you singing because I noticed that you sing a lot, but I mean like as far as you producing. Oh, um, well, so my dad got me a um a flip video camera when I was nineteen. And I just started editing content. So uh, whether that be covers that I did or rants or reviews. And um, no one forced me to do any of that. I just did it on my own. Just because I wanted a, you know, an unbiased opinion on what it is that I do, period. And uh, I've always edited my own stuff. You know, I've always had to respond to my own emails and things like that so it's, I've been my own production team for a long time <laughs> and that's good that way you can monitor your stuff nobody can because you know what you want to be put out there to the people well, the cousins the cousins and the people because yeah. they are the same but you know what yeah. you want to put out there and you can know your vision and there's some good people out there that either have the gift or they may have gotten educated on their talent, but they're able to help you to polish and perfect it. But they don't they don't see exactly what you see. So if you had somebody else editing, they might do it pretty well, but it's not the way you wanted it. And a lot of people don't edit their content. So that's one less person that you have to, you know, talk to and answer well that they answer to you and do that. Yeah. Um, so in the future do you see yourself uh, having a group of people that you would produce? Um, well, I know I need help. One thing that I've learned um, in in this business is you cannot do it by yourself. So getting a group of people that understand your vision and that can embellish that, then you have a good, and it doesn't have to be a bunch of people. It doesn't have to be a group of 12. It can be four people. That, that that have that that are focusing on this person is doing this this is so so on and so forth, and that takes some of the weight off of you, and you can still do, you know, your responsibilities. You might have more room to be able to do other things because you have four other people picking up in these different areas. So, um, that's actually already on the um on the plate. Um, once I get this uh, album out. Okay, and when when are you uh, expecting to have the album release? So, I'm trying to have it out within the next thirty days. Cause we need it. So as soon as I, as soon as I get all my my mixes and masters, 
then I'm going to make sure that, um, you know, I get it to the right people because there are certain people I want to hear it before it, it comes out. Why are you, you know, reading my mind? You are reading my mind because I was going to ask you as far as the content that you put out. I know certain stuff you put out and you're confident and you, you're like, okay, I don't need no advisor or anything. Here you go. Here y'all go. But do you have a group? Because I have group chats that I'm in and I sometimes send them stuff. I call it sneak peeks because I be feeling like, you know, it is a sneak peek. Um, yeah. Do you have a group that you send stuff to before you give it to the cousins? Um, well, I'm creating that group now. It's a very expensive group because it's all of the people that I feel um, have looked out for me in some kind of way or I've been a fan of or we've created some kind of bond and uh so that goes from Erica Badu to, you know, Wayne Brady to Lena Waif, like just people that have have helped me in, in whatever way capacity. And it's like, okay, I need your opinion on what I'm about to release to the world. Not just like any any kind of, you know, advice that you could give because, you know, they've been in this business longer than I, you know, longer than I have, right. you know, so... Just, just getting the right kind of ear um, on, and just see, you know, what, what they what they take to. Okay, so I want to give you this little space. Um, I want to ask you a question after that. If there's anything you want the people to know or the cousins to know, uh, you could say that. Um, what's some advice that you would give to a person out there that is doing something very similar to you? But they have those days where they feel like, not writer's block, we'll say content block. Content block or defeated or depressed, distressed. What would you say to, to help them get back on the ball like they were? It's funny that you say that because I, I'm very intimidated at the idea of someone coming to me and requesting a hit. Um, because I'm, even though I feel like I kind of have, um, songwriting down to a science as far as, um, you need, you know, your verse, your hook, I like to give the girls a bridge, you know, maybe switch it up with a vamp or something like that, um, a little key change, a little, a little, uh, modulation, you know, but you need a tag, you know, something for, um, the, the listener to be able to take away from the song and get stuck in their head, but... What feels good to me might not necessarily uh, feel good to billboard, you know. So um, I, at least as far as my my understanding, the masses decide what the hit record is. You know, if they if they like it, if it feels good. I mean, of course, if you have the machine behind it, but you never know what's gonna go viral. Right. You know. So, um, it's my my advice would be just don't force it. You know, first and foremost, I try not to force it if it's just not coming out. You know, don't force it. You know, come back to it, um, and and do it when when you're ready. You know, when it when you actually have something to say. When you when it can just flow out of you effortlessly. You know, trust your gut. You know, 
Yes, because I already have five people that is vibing and into what I do. Even if five people only listen to this podcast, as long as they could take from it and they come back and they show me love, I'm going to keep recording because I'm not doing this for a check or doing this for people's opinions. Of course, I want people to listen. Of course, I want to get paid. But that's not my goal. And again, like I was telling you earlier, people will see that. People know when you just put some shit out there just to do it for people and i really feel what was the pushing um the pushing of my back for me doing this podcast was when i stopped worrying about what people think and i'd be myself so all these people are becoming hip to who i am and i've been like this for 28 going on 29 years like y'all y'all look late but come on to the party i guess i make some room i got the same vibe like you like if you don't know me, I may come off a little mean or whatever, but I'd be like, you know, you need to go wash your hands. But here, here, go some water. Here you go, baby. I love you. It's all out of love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I would I would just tell them, like, don't worry. Don't worry about what people... Everybody's not going to agree with everything you say. And I'm preaching to the choir. I tell myself that all the time, even when it comes to me recording. You know, I get a little nervous when I talk to people where there's someone I've never met before or if I've known them for years, if I'm recording... I'm very passionate about what I'm talking about. And I'm not doing it because of how I want people to think of me. I'm doing it because y'all relate to how I feel. It's just nobody's saying anything. Or the people that are saying it, you don't know them personally. So, again, if it does stick to, to five people, 5,000, 50,000, however many fives out there, I just want it to yeah. be genuine, feel good. Like, I want the guests and the people that's listening to just feel good about themselves once they get off. Like, okay, she made me self-reflect. She made me pat myself on the back. Like, you was surprised about your sabbatical. You know, I don't I don't know you personally, but I'm not surprised. Like, there's, there's nothing. That was like a piece of cake. You can do that with your eyes closed. So, you just need those people in your corner that keep you going, keep you boosting. I know you have a good support team. If you want to add a member to that team, you know, I'm here. I can't sing. You know, but <laughs> I can make you laugh for a quick second and let you go and get back to business. Uh, so no, no. laugh is always good, yeah. but yeah, no, it's 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 all about just being grounded in that, you know. No. Okay. So, is there anything that you um, would want the people to know? Um. Other than I got this new music coming out, and they can- that. On all platforms? Like, what platforms specifically do they need to go on? Um, yeah, so, if anything, they can just go on my website, DuranBernard.com. D-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-R-N-A-R-R-R. And they can, they can get merch, they can get, you know, music. I got my lyricals up there, just in case folks got what I said fucked up. They can go ahead and get to the <laughs> source. Um... I also have merch, um, make it enough t-shirts, which y'all, which y'all ain't here lying about, hoodies, things like that. Oh, and also, um, my journal to, um, my coronavirus experience is also up on my website. So you can listen a lot, listen and read along as well. Uh, and I also do personalized meet and greets. So if anybody that wanted to like have a one-on-one conversation with me or just like, Kiki, or you want to have brunch or something like that, and you wanted me in on your Zoom or your Skype, you know, you can book me. 
Yeah. You might be so, getting paid for that, but you might be getting paid for that, oh, but yeah. I know that's genuine. I know that's genuine because I don't care if you paying me. I don't be want to be on the phone long. I'm that friend. I let the phone ring and watch you. Like if you, it's a phone, people, if y'all listening, if the phone ever rung and it just rung the regular way four times in the voicemail, I had that phone in my hand. I was watching you stop calling me. Text me, please. Listen. I, listen. On that, and someone, someone was asking me if it was a little overwhelming, but I'm like, no, nah. I'm like, I'm able to stay home, and I'm able to just talk shit to people, you know, and it, it's actually been really dope conversations, like I've been encountering some really um, interesting people, and they have different viewpoints, they might want to know what my viewpoints are, I might have some advice about, you know, something, or, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's really dope. It turns into, like, life coaching and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a few things wrapped all in one, uh, having to talk having to talk with me. And sometimes 30 minutes just ain't enough. They got to do it for an hour. Oh, know? yeah. You you are living the dream. And I'm going to follow a baby step. So what I'm going to do, next time somebody call me, I'm going to let it ring. Then I'm going to text them my cash app name. And charge them. It ain't gonna be nothing high because you can hear the podcast. And anything that come to my head, I'm gonna say. So you ain't getting no filter. So I'm gonna be like, here go my cash app. Cash app a donation. You gotta say donation. Give me a donation okay. or a pledge. And I will talk for the amount that I feel that your donation was worth. And ain't nobody gonna call my ass no, no damn I'm- more. <laughs> They'll be like, this bitch is crazy. There you go. And no, I am. <laughs> and I it's am. But. Uh, can you tell everybody your Instagram handle? Mm-hmm. Same as my website. D-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-R-N-A-R-R, Durand Bernard. And, um, yep, that's where you can find me at. I'll be on there cutting up. Yes, y'all definitely. Listen, I don't know if y'all save y'all stuff on Instagram, but on my collections, I have a collection for food. I have a collection for funny stuff. I have a, a question. I mean, question. I'm drunk. I got a, a collection. For, <laughs> I got a collection for inspiration. I have a collection about health, but I barely it, it got dust on. I don't look at that one, but I got it. So y'all would definitely, if y'all have stuff saved, y'all would definitely be saving his videos. Y'all would be sending them to friends because it's so good. You you don't want to hold it in to yourself. And I found you after they had the range page. So I'm hoping that you will gain some new cousins. And I really enjoyed this conversation. I felt like I've met you before. And I hope to meet you one day. I will be in Cali um, on the 25th through the 28th to celebrate my second year anniversary. Our second year. Yes. So, <laughs> I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Glass Mic, where there is no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank our sponsors, two of them today, She Orgasms. U-C-H-A-N-T-A-L If you want that pussy to not smell If you want to come Make your nigga run Out the gum Gotta have sex Make you wet Please use my code so I can get a cheek Get a cheek I want to make y'all wet Use that code at sheorgasms.com You'll get a special discount at checkout And the Curve Boutique T-H-E-E B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E See, I'm drunk. I can't spell y'all. Just remember those two. I'm the two hardest words to spell. It's D and boutique. You can spell curve. 
So put curve in between okay. both of that, and that's the Instagram handle. Click the link in the bio. Use my code to get y'all an outfit for y'all to head fish and catfish in. And I want to celebrate and support the people uh, for supporting my brand. I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do it for the people. I am Chantal. And as always, I love y'all. I love my life.